John, can you say something? I know Gary sounded robotic to me. I want to see. Everybody got the bisto robotic. <laughs> uh, oh, it was. What's better than smoking a cigar with a Yeti in an igloo while ice fishing? Smoking underground. Hello and welcome everyone to Smoking Underground. Today we have an exciting topic. We are talking about it to buzz or enjoy. We'll get into further detail about that in just a minute. Today I am joined by the always amazing and deep-voiced Gary and then John, the light voice. Of- the, the, the one out of the two brains of your bunch right there. I'm, I'm sort of, I, saw, I sort of make noise. The rest of you make sense. Don't talk about my brains and my bunch. Without paying you enough money. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this is a very interesting topic that I think John really came up with this one. And it's kind of it's kind of trying to evaluate, uh, you know, the cigars and why you enjoy them, flavor notes versus a buzz. And to give you a brief understanding of what I mean, it's like when you smoke a really duro and you haven't eaten anything and you start getting lightheaded, but you kind of enjoy that flavor. It's kind of in that vein or fashion of how things work. But today we'll be talking about the Upsetter Small Axe Cigar. It's a very tiny uh, four and a half by 40 flavored cigar. And I got to tell you guys, the Upsetter brand is one of my favorite flavored cigars. Really? I have many. I had I really no clue. Like I love Upsetter. I love the smell of it without lighting it. I love the light of no. it. Everything about them. That's why I chose that one, Devin, because I knew you enjoyed the Upsetter. And after the last non-infused cigar we smoked that had some flavor to it of the uh, episode that is not released, I figured we'd at least give you a a shot at this one because it's not exactly my cup of tea in a cigar. So, Well, if I could elaborate a bit on it, and I think the reason I really like it I cannot remember the name of the particular cigar. I don't think they sell it anymore, but it was a Candela wrapper, and it was kind of a conical shape. And as you can imagine, when you look up this brand, you'll understand what the reference they're trying to make with it. (laughs) I can't find it at our stores anymore, but I really like the smell of that one. That one was my absolute, because it had the best aroma. But you don't know what brand it was. It was Upsetter, but I don't remember the name of it. Well, what's funny is... Okay, I got you. The Upsetter is by Foundation Cigars and that, and I I pulled together our show notes a little bit beforehand, and the description in that I ended up pulling... uh, I can't remember where I ended up pulling it from that's actually in our notes, but many places called the outer wrapper of this one a Claro. Huh. Uh, I looked and yeah. looked and well, looked at uh, my Claro, cigar. Yeah. No, no, no way. It's a Connecticut shade, it, but it's yeah. It is Claro not a is Candela just a term. Claro. So no, no, it's not a Candela Claro. No, it's a Connecticut shade. That's all it is. No, the Claro is yeah. Claro is a term like um, like natural. Is all it is. Uh, but the, being a Candela, uh, no, 
it's not a Candelas. It's a, it is a, yeah, it's a Connecticut Shades, U.S. Connecticut Shades, as a matter of fact. So it's actually more expensive than the Ecuadorian Connecticut. So, no, I can't, I'm with you, John, uh, but I can't see it being a, uh, yeah, I can't see it being a Candela. Not at all. Uh-uh. No, it's a, I can see it being a Claro because it's being labeled as a natural, but that's about it. I'm surprised they label it, label it as a U.S. Connecticut shade because that tobacco pretty much doesn't exist. It's What do you mean? Uh, it's been bought up by another company, and basically everything gr- grown in Connecticut is not available to the premium cigar industry. And now it's Pennsylvania Pennsylvania shades and think um, I want to say is it Massachusetts and that. So a lot of times they just call it a, you know, a U.S. or a, a you know Connecticut or a shade, but they don't put the state in there for it to say USA Connecticut shade. That really surprises me. We'll get into it in a future episode yeah, about yeah. tobacco availabilities and that. Yeah, I yeah I I can sort of see it, but uh, but yeah I, I can sort of see which way you're talking about there. But yes, yeah they stockpile that stuff up. So I mean. Excellent to see the line. That's some good stuff. Uh, the, right. the U.S. Connecticut Shade Man is just some really ideal tobacco, and it's expensive too. So anyway, yeah. Well, let's get into the specifics of the Upsetter Small Axe. Uh, as I told you, it's a four and a half by forty. It's got a guy on the front. He's a silhouette. He's outlined in gold, and it's got the, uh, basically it's Jamaican colors. It's the red, yellow, green right next to each other. It says Upsetter Jamaican Nicaragua on it and gary if you can get into the specifics of the actual tobacco i light up no well we're looking at uh right now of course is, uh, is what john was talking about earlier talking about his uh u.s connecticut shade wrapper from nicaragua nicaraguan pine or nicaraguan jamaica cow tongue um long filler so handmade nicaragua of course um and uh that's um I, and i have a hard time uh on this one Right here of not calling it a flavored stick, you know it's um oh it's absolutely uh, it's, a flavored it's, stick. It's so so called yeah yeah so so called Caribbean atmosphere uh, atmospheric herbal infusion. Um, so I mean yeah, it's, so it's basically uh, to me it's 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 like an acid type cigar, you know. So I'm sorry, um, Gary. If there was uh, it's yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's a flavored stick. They can call it infused, whatever they want. This is a flavored right. stick. It sits in the flavored container at Agreed. all of our shops, and it absolutely tastes mm-hmm. flavored. It's just got a wonderful flavor to it. I, I will say it. that. Of all the flavored, it's probably one of the best in my personal. I just opened up my travel case. Yeah, so- I had it in today. You know, I smoked it on on the way to the studio. <laughs> and I'd say I'd save the band because inside the band it's even marked Foundation Cigars. But I opened it up Uh-oh. and I got that same aroma that I got off the cold draw, which is somewhere oh, around man. suave shampoo. Oh god. Wait, what? <laughs> oh nasty. What? Oh gross. It really reminded That's me more kind of, of a, a, a female type shampoo. <laughs> It doesn't smell like my shampoo, but it smells oh. like it t- smelled like a little bit of a shampoo or maybe maybe more of a um, soft soap hand cream. I don't get that at all. That's interesting. That, that's it's got more of a prail type, more of a prail type smell to it. 
Oh, uh, nasty. I'm trying, think, I'm trying to think of the uh, soft soap that I have. It's the butter, the butter something, and it, and I mean Not it's almost ass. the exact same smell. <laughs> so that's nothing against the cigar, uh, but that's what I got off of the no, cold draw. No, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. right, right. It is I mean, an I use the soap, so obviously yeah, I enjoy that. it that that aroma. But right. okay, well. <laughs> While, while Gary of, lights his up, um, uh, I'm just trying to flavor notes. Good. Are you getting no. off of it in that initial? Because you've already lit yours, yeah, Devin. And yeah, yeah. Strangely enough, I'm getting like a. It's I want to say vanilla, but it's not a vanilla. It's more like a. It's more like a an organic vanilla. Like it's really raw. Uh, it's got a very raw vanilla, vanilla bean. Flavor to it. Yeah, but even more raw, like more like an extract. Yeah, more like an extract. That's a great way to put. It. And then you've got this wow, kind of stout. You've got kind of this uh, leather flavor, but it's not like your typical leather, like a leather chair or something like that. Right. It's like really, a vegan leather. No, I actually thought of like an Italian leather suit. <laughs> yeah, like it's. Let me go down. get mine out of the closet and compare. <laughs> I got to suck and on then, the sleeve. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that, I get a lot of spices on it in the sense of. Like rose hip and no, I wouldn't say nutmeg, but you're getting a lot of botanical spices on the end of it. And that's honestly because of the flavoring in quote unquote infusion. I was rolling my eyes when you were saying that audience. I, when Gary was saying that, I was like, okay, whatever. It's a flavored stick. <laughs> the Caribbean atmospheric yeah, er, yeah. herbal infusion. That's a good term. A good I guess the marketers credit for that. <laughs> oh, I agree. It's a great yeah, term no to kidding. describe it. But yeah, right. If, if anybody ever looks at you, right. it's not a flavored cigar. It's herbal infusion. I go, you know, bump you. It's Well, it's that's flavored. why I don't call them flavored cigars. They're infused <laughs> cigars. They're all infused. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. today right. Um, I am enjoying the libation <laughs> of choice. I decided to choose something that I like to call my everyday swill. Kool-Aid. <laughs> because this cigar is 540. Gatorade. Uh, close, close. Oh, I've got Lord. some moonshine for that. But today Ooh. I'm enjoying 100 Pipers blended scotch whiskey. And in honor of the fact that it's cheap blended scotch, like very cheap blended scotch. And then this cigar, the small huh. max, is 549. And it's, I've gone through a lot of cheap blended scotches, but 100 Pipers is probably the one I keep going back to because it's just not bad all the way around. And it's not expensive. Really? How about that? So, so is, is so. Is it fair to say that's your go-to? Is that right? Am I right on that? You are right. Yeah, that's that's when I buy alcohol. The hundred pipers is the one I purchase so that if I can't decide or I'm not feeling like a challenging flavor, I'm not going to use my sixty dollars bottle. I'm going to use the cheap swill and just enjoy the drink. Yeah, I got you. Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and you got in your little uh, looks like uh, your little Mountain Brook glass too. There, I like that little, uh, little cork lid on it. There, everything with the uh, yeah, pinky a, raised as you're you're <laughs> tilting that up. That's pretty neat, man. It's, it's a cool. Glencairn glass with a. Um, it's actually a bamboo uh, top on, and okay. the top is designed as anybody who drinks whiskey or anything like that. It's to keep it from evaporating as quickly from you know airflow and stuff because if you leave a glass of whiskey no. out overnight and then try to drink it, it's going to be disgusting no. because all no. the alcohol is evaporated out of it. Oh, you explained that to me one time. I remember that yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. Well, cool. Good hooch. 
Good hooch. FYI, today's sponsored message is by smokingunderground.com slash gear. You can pick up all kinds of Smoking Underground accessories and apparel through the link smokingunderground.com slash gear. Heck yeah. Now, on to today's topic. Buzz or enjoy? I've been waiting on this. Man, I've been waiting on this. <laughs> this is good stuff. Oh, this is great, dude. Oh, this well, is going to be so good. Uh, I really thought of John when I read this topic because I went, if you ever met John Viviani and you thought, he's a guy who likes to get high and have a buzz, <laughs> you, that's not what you would think when you looked at him. You just wouldn't <laughs> think that. But you'd be wrong. You'd probably be wrong. Because there's probably a dark underbelly to John that we don't know about. That's beside the point in a whole other topic altogether. That's not my deep underbelly, but I have to be very careful of what tabs I share broadcasting. Oh, there you go. Amen. There, brother. You're right. OnlyFans. Oh. Oh, that's your thing, Devin. That's true. So. The topic at oh. hand is buzz or enjoy. So what we're thinking about is, are you smoking a stick because you want just the buzz and you're done with it? Now, you can kind of tell that in some cases by how fast people, but at the same time, you can't because I'm a fast smoker, but I'm not right there for the buzz. But I do enjoy the buzz, but I also enjoy it. So it's not a twofold, you know, zero or one answer, yes or no. It's kind of where do you sit? And uh, Gary, where do you sit with Oh, well, I mean, well, to me, I have always, uh, I've always gone with the flavor, always. I mean, I've never, there was one, there's one, I'm trying to think now, uh, there was one that Rocky Patel made a way, way while back, uh, and it was in the Indian tobacco, um, uh, let's see, what was that? Oh, it was a version that he come out with. Uh, and it had, it had literally the Indian label on the on the cigar, and I can't remember the I can't remember because this is like oh gosh, probably fifteen years ago, something like that, maybe eighteen. Right. Anyway, that particular blend, um, that particular blend, I thoroughly enjoyed because not only did it give you a little bit of a nog in there, um, but it also man had a great flavor to it the flavor profile was really really good to it um a great made stick beautiful sort of a reddish brown wrapper on it too and, and the uh the the band that went on it was really nice but uh i thoroughly enjoyed the one that one uh mainly because it was a um it, it was a good looking stick, but that was one of the very first boxes I bought of cigars is that one right there because it had a little bit of a buzz to it, had just a tad bit. Um, and, uh, and that was it. But when it comes to, uh, looking straight towards the cigar for a buzz right there, I am not, I'm not all about that. I like flavor and that's the only reason why I do it. Uh, it's the only thing I could chew on right next to a butterfinger that does not have calories or you know you ain't got to worry about your sugar input you ain't got to worry about any of that stuff you know what i'm saying so all of that right there i thoroughly enjoy the cigars because of the flavor profile and that's what got me in it in the first place is because there's hundreds of flavor profiles out there that that um uh, that everybody you know enjoys and i thoroughly love that part of it it's great but no, the buzz, no. Uh, if I if I get it, it's a bonus, you know. But 
I don't look for it. Uh, if, if I run across it, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's like an old girlfriend in the past, you know, you know, run across it. Cool. Good. But if you don't, uh, you ain't worried about it. Right. So, it, what makes me think just, about uh, it is that's, that's my profile. What it makes me think about is the thing I've talked about in the past. Uh, this is probably the third time we've talked about, uh, thing I'm about to say is when new people get into smoking, they always start easy and then go straight to Maduro straight to, they want to go a Skiro. They want right. to do every Maduro they possibly can. And I really think it's because it's that, it's that brand new thing and they want that buzz and they enjoy the small bit of buzz they get. So they're trying to increase that. And then when they taper off and they start going, you know what? I'm sick of a uh, Maduro a buddy of mine says he can't smoke a Maduro without it feeling like his tongue's coated in something. And so he's backed all the way down to yeah. all the lighter stuff. And now he's thoroughly, able to focus on the enjoyment of the process. And I think he's going to be oh, like us. And he's going to swing him. back around and he's going to know, yeah. you know what? For me personally, Gary, John, when I'm going, you know what? I want a combination of good flavor and buzz. I'm going to go straight to a Padron Maduro. Every time I'm going to go to the deepest, darkest Padron Maduro. And then my secondary choice for that kind of effect of double is the Aroa Maduro. 20th but i think the padron oh, especially in the 25 dollar range the the big boy that thing will put you on your ass you'll enjoy the buzz you'll have a nice flavor out of it and then you can just kind of coast but it's not my everyday thing right on man you see where this topic came <clears throat> up about you, is, well the topic came up because i guess a lot of times i have customers come in and you know, i want to try a cigar blah 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 and you go and you would you like it? You know, I always go, do you want something that has very distinct flavors? It's infused, you know, chemically enhanced to get it. Or would you prefer a more traditional cigar where you get nuances of flavors similar to like craft beers and wine? And I sometimes will get an answer to that question or I get, I want to feel it. I want something that I can feel. Right. And John is a, we talked about it before the show a little. John is sometimes a very judgmental person and very <laughs> blunt. And there's uh, only one correct uh, answer to my question in my head. I will serve oh. and handle your question, your answer. But in my head, there's only one correct answer. And I'm looking <laughs> at it as, okay, you want to feel the cigar. You don't care about what it tastes like. Chisel, LFD Go chisel, that's where you want to be. And if you, you know, no. let's just, you know, it's like, uh, I'm thinking of dabbling in drugs, marijuana, heroin. <laughs> now, fentanyl lace yeah. meth, that's what we need to start with. <laughs> and if you're going to jump I'm in, I mean, and, and yes, like I said, sometimes that's John. But John also... Speaking of me in the third person, I guess. When John decided <laughs> to smoke cigars or cigarettes when he was many years younger, we'll say. I don't yeah, want to mess right. around with anything. And my first cigarettes were Camel non-filters. And I eventually, by the time I quit, Ooh. was the Camel, Camel Ultralight 100s in the convertible box. There's something if Good shows my God, age, man. the convertible box. Best invention ever when it came to cigarette. And... <laughs> It's kind of when I started smoking cigars, I don't want to feel it. I want the tastes. But sometimes I, I'm very challenged with smells and tastes. It's just something that's wrong with me, and I can never remember 
what the affliction is because you know you're blind if you can't see you're blind you uh you can't talk you're mute what is it when you can't smell and smell directly relates to taste so i was quickly into triple maduros and christoph maduros and things like that where there was taste and then i i learned those ta- those flavors and i came back down it wasn't for the buzz it was to learn tasting the cigar and finding those you know nuances and stuff um and so i'm i'm definitely a flavor person i could care less about the buzz to be honest i hate getting the buzz uh, you know, sometimes that's even attributed to the drop in blood sugar. If you smoke a cigar too fast, you will get a drop in blood sugar. And me being diabetic, that's not necessarily a good thing either. Uh, it's usually not a drastic drop, but it's enough to feel it. And so, yeah, I'm a flavor guy all the way, but the nuance flavor. Again, I don't, I smoke the upsetter today. Uh, and that's one reason I asked Devin what flavors he got out of it. We'll get that into my review in the, when we sum up a little bit later what I felt about the cigar. But I just got a new flavor right now. As I, I like, I just like the the gentle nuances of flavors in that. It's kind of you know, drinking wine. I know what flavors and profiles and stuff. Even when I drink wine or I drink beer. It's more for the taste. It's not to get drunk. And it really drives me crazy when you say, uh, I'm drinking to get drunk. Unless you are severely depressed and you had a bad day or whatever, something horrible happened. I'm not somebody who thinks very kindly as somebody who just wants to drink and get drunk every day. Right. So, yeah, I I definitely, there's the long answer. I'm more for the enjoyment of the product than the the buzz or the way it makes me feel. And I can understand that. There is some aspects to the concept of the flavor. And I think everybody, even beginning beginners to veterans, that's they kind of go through that journey. And I think if you are confused about that question and you can't answer it, you can do flavor. Flavor is easy to pick up, but buzz is not because sometimes you don't realize you're smoking. You think you're smoking. Yeah, it'll bite you. So, right. So you need to try to focus on what is the buzz I get. And you'll have to monitor yourself a little bit and see what aspects change about you. Because I know <laughs> yeah. for me, having a having a nice cigar like on my way to my lunch break, during my lunch break, coming back from my lunch break and standing at the docks at work, the loading docks and finishing off the cigar, then going back into work, chills me out, it removes a little bit of stress. So, and that's technically the buzz. I enjoy the flavor while I'm doing it, but the buzz of it does help. And I found myself, like I pulled out my pipe for the first time in a long time, Gary, and just tried it out. I saw that. I've, yeah. I smoked it twice now today. And it's been really nice because I can pick the length of my smoke with a pipe as opposed to a cigar where I'm kind of trapped into it. And cool. You, I think you can have the best of both worlds, but I kind of am in agreement with John. If you, if you're smoking them just for the buzz, you're one thing you're wasting your money. Um, but the other thing is there's other things you can do for that buzz without spending that cigars, even the flavored ones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, <laughs> they, Right. are designed to be enjoyed because they're flavored. I'm looking through and I think actually Yeah, totally you, I totally totally agree there. I'm looking through if you actually if you missed our last episode, 
uh, palate evolution. Gary actually recounts a story in there where a cigar did sneak up on him and he kind of got the buzz more than the, the flavor enjoyment. I think he enjoyed the cigars. Unfortunately, it doesn't pop up in the time codes, but it's somewhere in the halfway mark of the episode. If you haven't, uh, check out episode 107, uh, Palette Evolution. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think, I think yeah. we've touched on that subject well enough. You'll understand it. You're a user of cigars. If you're listening, you know, you know, kind of know exactly what to do and where to go as far as what you like to smoke. If you're completely brand new to it, now you have a little bit of a tidbit of knowledge to see what you're enjoying. So just take it as it is and, and go from there. The next thing we want to kind of go over is it's, it's very interesting. It's on the legal happenings in the cigar industry. Mr. John has come up with something. I, I didn't expect to see this. And it's it's pretty elaborate. I was, I was a little sad reading it. If you want to go, oh, ahead, John. go, John, go. Well, we do want to remind everybody that smoking underground right now is brought to you thanks to uh, VitolaFineCigars.com. Used to be BirminghamCigars.com. Both websites still work. Order your upsetter on there. Anything we've smoked, check out the catalog. Uh, c- cigars and more. Vitola Fine Cigars has one of the largest catalogs in the southeast of fine specialty cigars and orders more than $50 shipped for free. But this is a little bit old news because we pre-record and we're recording this late or early June. And the the news is from mid May. And unfortunately, um, I think um, uh, Carlito Fuente is going to skip the month of May from now on. Uh, (laughs) Why is that? He lost his father in the month of May. He yeah. la- a year ago, May, they had an unexpected hailstorm that destroyed almost eighty percent of their wrapper crop for Opus products. And this May, they had another warehouse fire. But this is the second time it's happened to them. The first time they lost a warehouse uh, to fire was in two thousand eleven. They lost two warehouses this time. Um, one thing I've learned since this uh, fire, I mean, the pictures are, are horrendous burned to the ground. Um, Mm. you know, we can, we can joke that it's probably really nice to be there and inhale all of the Fuente cigars and the flavor combinations, (laughs) but it's really horrible. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's gonna, Fuente has had production problems throughout the cigar boom that is just ending. And it's been hard to get some Fuente products. And they were just getting everything caught back up and getting production and filling orders. And when people came in, I pretty much could, hey, I do have it in stock. This is going to, again, affect that. They, well, Fuente is one of those companies that they don't rush production. They don't rush getting the cigars out just because the inventory is short, just because they have people clamoring for their product. They did it in the big cigar boom of the 90s. They did it during the cigar boom of 2020 to 20 early 2023. Like I say, I feel it's just ending also uh, due to inflation and spending habits and uncertainties. But they lost over a million dollars in product. Jeez. And the funny thing is, you know, two massive warehouses. I don't know what the total square footage of these buildings were, but I mean, looking at the pictures, you're probably looking at 60, 80 foot wide buildings that are 100 feet long. These aren't tobacco barns from the 
romantic pictures. These are, you know, huge industrial steel frame pole barns. And, you know, like I said, unfortunately, they lost that. But what's going to happen is Fuente is a big customer. Fuente has money. Fuente needs to replace this product. They're probably now going to go to some other growers and buy product to help alleviate the shortages that they see. It may affect the quality of the Fuente product a little bit, but I wouldn't put it past them. It's going to be it's going to be good cigars from them. But what it's going to do is hurt the little guys that, you know, hey, I'm going to buy two or three bales of tobacco from you. And Fuente calls and says, hey, I need eight truckloads. And who's this retailer or this grower going to sell to? Now, here's your two or three bales or here's your eight truckloads. I'm sorry, Mr. Two or three bale guy. Yeah. Because guess what happens when Fuente has a problem again and I took care of him now? He's going to call me again. And right. I guarantee you he's going to pay his bill on time. Or maybe the smaller guy might not even be there in three or four years. Or if, you know, maybe he's not, I'm not saying all small companies are that way, but maybe that, you know, they're, they're going through a rough patch and maybe net 30 in their mind means net 45. So this, this is going to have repercussions across the whole industry, uh, little guys, and then, you know, Fuente themselves. So unfortunately, you know, we're reporting. And like I said, this was mid-May and it hit all the, the websites. I mean, uh, oh, um, oh, I can't. Like I said, unfortunately, Fuente lost two warehouses worth of tobacco. And we'll see what the repercussions and the fallout from that is. I'm sure it's not going to bankrupt the company, but no, Lord, no. We're gonna we're uh, gonna have some. We're gonna no. guess what? We're gonna have some shortages again. And I have not seen reports of what tobaccos were in these warehouses. I think it was warehouse one and three, maybe. So I know it was three. I don't remember reading. Them. I believe it's gonna take over on that for a little while, though. And I and I also think uh, Fuente will probably take this lemon and make it to lemonade for an, a marketing opportunity as well. Um, that's, you know, I mean, uh, I, I think what they've got their, their crap in a row. There's one thing that, that um, consumers and, and, you know, I understand this happens at Fuente, but this also happened to them also uh, back in Nicaragua when they had their factory in Nicaragua. It also burned down. Um, so they, they, they're not a stranger to it. They lost two other factories other than this one. Um, but I, I also think too, um, what also happens and this is, this come from Pete Johnson, um, Pete Johnson's, uh, field got burned. And, and of course, you know, everybody was on this particular chat feature that, that, that Pete was on and Pete had to elaborate to us that this is not just a, this, this goes on all the time, all of the time. So, you know, so everybody who goes through this right redundant season looking towards what happened next and where they you know, where, you know, what has to happen. And this is, I think this was, this is the third time Fuente's done. So, uh, you know, they, 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 I think they're ducks in a row here, but it, I don't know what their redundancy is, but I'm sure they, I sh- I'm, I'm sure they get their head held high and they're going to take advantage of something in this, in this particular uh, trial here. No, that's what they say. They they put they'll just put their nose to the grindstone and they'll they'll get it done. They've done it in the past. You know, yeah, it's part of I'd say small business. Whether or not you want to call Fuente small business, <laughs> but 
I mean, they're they're not Scandinavian tobacco or Altidus, right? But they Amen. they will they'll persevere and like uh, Gary said that they will make you know lemonade out of this lemon and uh, fix it. I mean, we'll be talking about Christoph in a few weeks, and he, you know, Glenn Case did the same thing with you know ba- uh, horrible thing that happened with them. So oh, yeah. you just got you just got to keep plugging forward. It's it's. Everybody with a Plug small away, business, man. everybody Plug in away. business, if it was all pretty and easy, we'd all be doing it. That's right. Hey, remember, John, good call. If you like what you hear, remember to tell a friend. That's the best way to help us grow is just to, you know, send a message out to a friend. Send them the link. It's just that easy. There's a share button on all podcast platforms. All right. Now, I would love to know Gary's summary of this cigar. Like what? Tell me about it, Gary. Tell me what you like about it, what you don't like about it. <laughs> Do it. Go. Well, uh, here's the situation, but uh, I failed to tell you. Uh, and I, uh, I, I, you know, of course, I'll throw an apology out there to uh, whoever's listening out there. But um, um, I, I had to I actually had some audio problems going outside to my smoke pod. And... Um, so I had to move downstairs and people that know me, I've got a I do voiceover and I do music. And so I literally had to move to my studio downstairs where I do all of that. And I don't smoke down here. So my apologies, Devin, I didn't, I didn't tell you that I, I, I did that. Normally I would go into the other junk room, which we have, and I can smoke in there, but I lost my headphones, dude. I lost my stupid headphones. And I think, um, my daughter is a, is a great kid, but I literally think one of her friends come in and say, hey, here's some headphones. I think I'm going to borrow this. So I'll probably find them around here somewhere. Um, but nevertheless, anyway, I, I didn't I didn't smoke it, buddy. I, I'll probably hit it up, and I'll probably do another post-review next time, um, you know, just to sort of catch okay. up. Dude, I, I haven't smoked. I'm it's sorry, man. Right. I, didn't, I didn't tell you. I'll um, hit my review. But how are you, how are you liking it? So – the way I would describe this thing is is it's got a nice back end of pecan, like not direct pecan, but like fresh. Really? You know that kind of dry but nutty flavor you get with pecans raw? It's got that. And then mm. as I've mentioned before, it's got a bit of Italian leather. Now, I'm specifying Italian leather specifically because it's not like American leather. It's not buffalo. It's not cowhide. It's kind of got this richer more not processed but it is kind of processed really? it's more cured and treated and then you got kind of this rose hip and spice with a little light touch of cinnamon and the cinnamon is what's the dry because i could say like nutmeg or some other spice that, that hits your tongue and you know it but cinnamon a light dusting of cinnamon you're like oh that's cinnamon it's not too hard it's not too rough but if you get too much of it it's too much it's just a light touch of it now it's changing as I'm smoking it, obviously, I did a purge about midway through and oh, okay, it's gotten bolder, but all the spices mm. have diminished as I've gotten halfway down. It's definitely changed. I would say for the better. I'm not going to say it's gotten worse because it hasn't. It's definitely not the same cigar that I lit. When you get about halfway, it could be its own cigar in that halfway point compared to the other. You could have the small axe upsetter, you know, stage one and small axe upsetter stage two. Overall, I like the upsetter brand. I like 
their spice to it. I like everything about them. It goes really good mm. with this hundred pipers because the combination of the spice from the cigar and then the light touch of blended scotch from the hundred pipers, they are mixing really, really well together. Great palate cleanser and then go right back to the cigar. I think what a lot of folks don't, uh, I think don't understand too, or, or don't know. And a lot of the connoisseurs probably out there. I think this particular brand here is a brand that actually out uh, and Ricardito was a, uh, he was associated with Drew Estate. He was Jonathan Drew's right-hand man. He was the guy. If you needed to talk to Jonathan through Rick, Rick was the of marketing. And that's, uh, and I think this, this particular line right here was, uh, was, uh, was leveraged by him. And, uh, and I thought, you know, it, it, that's the reason why I sort of looked at it in the acid type, um, I guess, uh, uh, in the acid framework, I guess, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, he's, yes uh, no. he's, he's very, yeah, right, right. right. Because I so wouldn't really, you, I would wouldn't you compare put this it in the acid. acid line there. I would not put it in the acid line. Okay. I wouldn't compare it because acid it's not my favorite stick at all. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to infuse coat it. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah. Acid, man. in my opinion, is a flavor bomb. It's exactly what it's designed for. It's got all these massive flavors okay. to it. We did an episode back in the day of Behind the Curtain, and I, Jason Robinette pitted prunes himself. He goes, no, I'm not using my cutter. And I was like, I'm fine. I'll use my cutter. He wasn't joking. My cutter would stain every cigar for like two weeks after cutting that thing. And I'm telling you, the oh, upsetter is wow. not going to do that, too, but an acid will. So in my opinion, acid's like the sugar stick on the side. And the upsetter is in the category of flavor. You got the Drew Estates, you know, the ladies, Fat Bottom Betty, things like that. And you got the upsetter. Those are real flavored cigars in my personal. See, my opinion on this upsetter, it was a much different experience then the first upsetter that I smoked, which was not the Axe, it was, I don't know which one it was. It was a larger cigar, more of a Toros. And that one did not agree with. Um, and I only smoked it once. And so that's not me trashing the cigar or anything. It's try it twice, just in, ca in case you right. didn't like it the first time. That's always my rule with everything. Having this one today, that's why I asked you what kind of flavor profiles and stuff are you getting? Because I... You know, I was reading what the flavor profiles that were presented online. And one website said this was a medium cigar. One said it was a mild cigar. Mm, yeah. I right. found it extremely, extremely mild. It had, that it had that aroma that I alluded to. And I've been smoking more mild cigars lately. So it's not like saying I was smoking, you know, LFDs all week and went to this and wow, it's mild. It's. I've just been smoking lighter cigars. And this one was, did I didn't get any flavors out of it. I didn't get much out of the cigar. Uh, it was hmm. an activity I was doing. It was key, It was a f taking care of my oral, uh, you know. Asphyxiation. Yeah, well, I wasn't exactly suffocating. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't exactly suffocating. But instead of eating cookies, I was, you know, enjoying the cigar. I didn't hate it. But I think I do need to visit it again at some point because I didn't find any flavor notes or anything. I just was taking smoke wow. into my mouth and blowing smoke out. 
And Dang, that's crazy. Interesting. Just, I just found it. Like I said, to me, that is a very mild cigar and not heavy on flavor. A lot of times, you mistake flavor for mild, medium cigars or strong cigars, but it just it was lacking in both for me. And it's a, again, it's a size that I enjoy too. Yeah, I can see that. I, I would recommend you try the next stage up um, from that one. You can do the skipper, which I don't think we carry that one too often. But the Django is probably the one I would recommend you try to the get a Django. good feel. For it. Nice. And then the other one I was talking about that's got the candela in it is the Para del uh, Sabo. And I'm telling you, that one is one of my favorite. But everybody who's been listening knows I have a candela. And that was a very good candela. I would love to buy a box. Like, I'm not a big buy flavored cigars guy, but I would buy a box of Paradel Sapo. Huh. Mm, interesting. Okay. So, uh, now, would that put your, is that putting your Camacho on the back burner or is that, uh, or is that, no, 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 sort no, of no, 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 no. We don't, we don't disgrace the holy name of Camacho Candelo. So. There we <laughs> but go. That's better. All since right. I can't That's find better. a Candela that matches to that, the next best thing is this, in, I'm going to say it, this infused Candela by Upsetter. There it is. Oh, yeah. There she is. Okay. Yeah. Was well, that, uh, what's the size on that, Dev? What is that? What does uh, that it say? It says uh, four and a half by 38 by 54. It's tapered. Okay. Okay. It's Deeply tapered. Like it's fit. oddly okay. tapered. Nice. Hmm. Well, we appreciate nice. everybody being here today. Okay. Thank you, John, for this wonderful subject. This was far more big time, Man, enlightening yeah. and entertaining than good. I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Gary, for your input, your sage input always, and the legal yeah, happenings, whatever. John. Spectacular. Yeah. It wasn't legal happenings. That big time. Yeah. Awesome, dude. It's yeah, in the category of legal happenings. Talk, right? Yeah, you can make it that way. Well, remember, like we said, uh, share it to a friend. We appreciate you guys being here. If you have any questions or concerns, you can always reach out to us. And remember, we'll see you next time. Smoke something nice. Always have a good libation. That can be water. That can be coffee. doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol. But find a good pairing. Enjoy your smoke because life is short. So feel it beautifully, right? Right on, bro. That's right. I'm actually reading a little thing of, from that uh the originator of that saying. There you go. All right, everybody. Good night and um, have a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful week. And see you next time. Good night, everybody. Smokingunderground.com for everything. Uh, later. Cheese O Peak.